Welcome, everybody. This is the Grace Life Fellowship Podcast. On today's episode, we have another edition of Conversations in Grace. Jesse again sits down with Pastor Tim. This time they talk about the finished work. We hope you enjoy it. Here's Jesse. Welcome, everybody. This is Jesse Sampson. I'm here with our lead pastor, Tim Chalice. How you doing, Tim? I'm good. How you doing, Jesse? Good. Glad to have you back. Yeah. You know, you always say with our lead pastor, Tim Chalice, you never say you're our worship pastor. Well, um, yeah. I mean, I've said it a few times. Oh, you have? Okay. Yeah. I said never, and I, so I just lied on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you I did. apologize. I can go. We have proof. Yeah, so I can yeah. just go back. No, let's not check it. <laughs> no. But, uh, so we want to talk about the finished work of Christ. And when Christ died on the cross, his last words were, it is finished. Yeah. And just to discuss what does that mean? Because I think there's, we, we we think of it as it's finished, we're free, we're, there's no more condemnation, all the things that we've talked about, right? Yeah. Um, that, he, that he died on the cross and afforded us life through him. We live life through him. Sure. But it... It did a lot more than that. It also fulfilled prophecies. Um, I think that him saying it is finished, his work was done, and our work is also complete. Right? Sure. So, you know, the, the Greek word is to die. Yes. So he, he says, you know, it is finished, and to die. And, you know, Pastor Frank, he's got a, a common... Deal, he'll say, you know, when he's talking about this incredible finished work of Jesus, go, and what does it is finished mean in the Greek? You know, and the whole congregation says it means it is finished. Mm-hmm. And I like to tease him and say, that, yeah, yeah, that's that's what it means in the English. <laughs> what it means in the Greek is actually paid in full. Paid in full and yeah. that kind of gives us a little divine hint into what, what it means, right? Yeah. Um, it's everything you said. But paid in full means uh, implies there was a debt owed. And we have to ask ourselves, what was the debt owed? So the, the wages of sin is death, right? Wage. So something is owed because of sin. And the problem was that man had, in Adam, uh, plunged itself into sin. Mm-hmm. And so a debt was owed to sin. And that debt is death. Because um, that's the wage of sin, right? Right. And so when Jesus now is on the cross and he says it's it is paid in full the 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 debt that man owed to because of sin has now been paid by the man Jesus Christ right? right the perfect sacrificial lamb of god right when we think about that that way we're confronted with this incredible love and incredible sacrifice that the father has offered through his son does that make sense? Yeah. And 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 so we now um he he finishes an economy. He he completes, he paid the debt of this economy called law mm-hmm. where um man could strive as hard as they they were able, they could never pay the debt, right? Right. And Jesus paid it because he lived the sinless perfect life. He had no debt. To sin, yeah. So he paid our debt to sin, and in so doing, we are released 
from the tyranny, from the 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 power of sin. Mm-hmm. It is finished. Yeah. It's paid. Now we live in a new and living way called grace, right? For sin shall not be master over you, the debt's paid, right? For you are under grace and not under law. So we're not we're no longer in the covenant of law. We're in the covenant of grace of grace, the new covenant right. enacted through the person and work of Jesus Christ. So it is finished. This finished work is super huge. You know, um, how many how many people do you know? How many Christians do you know talk about working for God oh, yeah. as though as though the work isn't finished? Right. We we. We don't work for God anymore. We actually now do because of God. Mm-hmm. So, so in that sense, our working comes from God. Um, how many Christians are working to stay forgiven or to get yeah. forgiven? Yeah. Right? Is forgiveness a finished work or is it ongoing? Yeah. Well, guess what? If I sin tomorrow, what do most Christians do with that? Yeah, I mean, they have to confess and start all over. I got to do the gotta same pattern. It. Yeah, so I'm in this cycle yeah. of continuing to work for yeah. what God is offering. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's simple. It's a it's a you know God painted this really simple picture for us as far as the Old Testament, the sacrifices, the there was the the sacrificial lamb, there was also the scapegoat, right? And Jesus became both of those things in. Our place. That's right. To re- That's right. You know, to redeem us. And the old covenant sacrifices were ongoing. They were every year. That's right. You had to do it. And then once you did it, you knew you were going to have to look forward to doing it again the following year. Yeah. And it's almost like I, I see that that anxiety of, okay, I've got to go sacrifice this lamb or this goat or calf or whatever it is. And then walking away from that and thinking... Okay, it's it's complete, but now it, we're all going. We're going to head back downhill now, right? Yeah, yeah it's like, and, l- l- and now we and then and then in a year I got to come back and do it again. Yeah, it's complete for now, right? And then and then you know, as you've heard me say before, you stub your toe leaving leaving the temple on the day of atonement, <laughs> and a, a word flies out of your mouth, and you go, "I got three hundred and sixty five days to wait to get this one atoned for." Right. So the the forgiveness was real, but it was temporary. Right. And the other thing that it was. Unlike the finished work forgiveness, yeah. right? The other thing that it was was um, it could never clear the sinner's conscience. Well, that's what I was saying. That anxiety—that's right. Um, just coming from a religious background, growing up, the anxiety of not feeling forgiven. Yes. When Jesus said it is finished, I take that as that anxiety is finished. Yes. That guilt and condemnation that those 364 days that's right of the year are they're finished. Because Hebrews tells us the blood of bulls and goats could never take away sin. Yeah. It could cover it. Right. This is so important for the body of Christ to understand the finished work that that Jesus did not cover your sins. Mm-hmm. He it's it's not what his finished work did. If that's what it did, it's an unfinished work. Because every time you sin, a sin would be uncovered, yeah. and it would need covering again. So Jesus finished the work. He took away sins, right? He right. took it away. He didn't cover it. So the blood of bulls and goats could cover sin, but it could never take it away. Jesus, the perfect Lamb of God, offered once, not continually, 
See mm-hmm. how finished it is? Yeah. It's it's a done deal with one offering yeah. because it's the perfect offering. Yeah. It's such a simple picture that God it's painted. It's such a simple picture. And, and, and yet we have almost in the Christian world, we've almost used the idea of, so we're not going to the temple to sacrifice anymore, but we're going to confession to sure. do it. We're offering our confessions to God in order to get him to forgive us. Yeah. Um, and we're doing that over and over and we're still not really living with the clean conscience that the finished work provides. Now, it's it's available to us, but we don't know this. We're still living kind of in this old economy yep. as, though, as though it's not really finished, you know? And it is finished. Forgiveness is a finished once-for-all deal. And you never have to ask for it again. It was done. And, and so when we think about that just and that's just one element of our life in Christ, right? Oh yeah. When we think about if we could just grab hold of that reality, that forgiveness is a finished work. Mm-hmm. Um, how much more freedom would you live in? Yeah. Well, just think about the in the old economy what what death meant, and that there the you know like you said the wages of sin is death. The Jesus's final words on the cross were the beginning of new life. Yeah. I mean that's. That's pretty big. It's huge. We're we're now living in an economy where the wages of sin is death. That's been paid, so we no longer have to experience that. Yeah, it's finished. It's complete. If you've ever owed somebody something, money. If you've ever owed somebody a debt, you know how it weighs on your conscience. Mm-hmm. You know how. Uh, even in moments where you have forgotten about it, it can be it can come to your memory, and all of a sudden there's this weight of oh my gosh, I, I I've got to get this paid. Yeah. Um, this is what mankind was living under, even with temporary Old Testament sacrificial forgiveness through the sacrificial system. Um, the debt was never fully paid; right. it was covered, and so it was it was kind of pushed down the road. Well, well, when Jesus pays the debt, it is finished. To tell us die, the debt is paid in full. It's it's the divine declaration for us to stop trying to pay this debt to sin. It's yeah. paid. Yeah, the the I also see his final words on the cross as being we no longer have to fulfill this impossible law. That's right. It's so now the I, law is finished. He, he did it. He did it. He did it. Yeah. And so, and we see that struggle in every story of the Bible up until the end of it. That's right. All of this Old Testament history and reality, God right. was was also painting a picture. You know, Major Ian Thomas used to say, the Old Testament says what Jesus would do. The New Testament tells us what he did do. Yeah. Right? So so it's Jesus on every page. Um, and, and when we think of it that way and we think, well, okay, so look what he accomplished. He didn't just, it is finished doesn't mean, oh, now Jesse gets to go to heaven one day. It is finished means... Jesse gets to live today in the mm-hmm. glories of what I've accomplished. So so the, the, the gospel isn't just how to get Jesse into heaven. It's really also about how to get heaven into Jesse, right? And so, so when we think of it that way, then we, we can start to understand what Jesus meant when he said, I've come that you might have life right now mm-hmm. and have it abundantly. Um, it's not just life in the, you know, ever after it's life right now. Well, how do we, how do we experience the fullness of life in a, in a fallen world? We recognize that 
Sin is not our master because the debt has been paid. We don't owe it anything. And Jesus paid our debt. And we get to live now in the freedom of grace, a free gift offered to us by which I become righteous. I become a partaker of the divine nature. I get a new heart. I am totally forgiven. And now I walk in the newness of the spirit, not in the oldness of the letter of the law. And I don't live by a set of standards and codes and ethics anymore. I live by the life of Jesus Christ in me, by faith in him. And I get to express the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience. All of this expressed in our lives, not perfectly all the time, but but certainly in maturity. And I I get the joy of being his kid, growing along the way in the fullness of that, and, and knowing that he is pleased with me as I do. Yeah. I mean, there's no greater, there's no greater perspective than to know that our Heavenly Father is pleased with us because the work is finished. Yeah. So many things were finished at that moment. I feel like sin is defeated. Death is defeated. We have new life, new heart, right spirit. We're made righteous, free from the law. There's no more condemnation. We're made perfect in love. We become doers of the word, peacemakers, citizens of heaven. We're made holy. We're made saints. We're redeemed. I mean, that's there's so many things that happened at that moment. It's yeah. it's huge. It's it's bigger than I think that we, I think we take those words for granted. I don't yeah. think that I, I think when you, when we talked about having this conversation about the finished work, I just started to think about how many how many things are finished or yeah. complete or or new because the old is gone and the new has come, right? That's right. And it's just, it's like endless. So it's amazing. You just rattled off 10 or 15 of them. And my suspicion would be that we could take any one of those and spend the rest of our lifetime not exhausting it, right? (laughs) Any one of them, literally. And I go, and you rattled off 10 or 15 and it wasn't exhaustive of a list, right? So I go, just think about this. This is why in Ephesians it says that he is able to do more than we could ever think or imagine. Yeah, I was, like you, you can't. We can't even conceive of it. Yeah, and yeah, he's I, done it. And, and the the crazy thing to think about is uh, when when he says it's finished, and and we receive all this, all these good things. Ephesians six talks about uh, that we we have this resurrection power, and I, I love this idea. Just how I overcome day to day living life with Christ in me yeah, and how I'm able to do that. How am I able to do that? I'm able to do that because of the resurrection power within me. That's right. And it's the same power in me that resurrected Jesus from the dead, or at least that's what scripture tells us. Absolutely. And in all circumstances, it's uh, Ephesians six says in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, which can extinguish the flaming darts of the evil one. Yeah. So now it is finished means that, we have the shield of faith, which makes us impenetrable from the darts of the evil one. That's why First John. Yeah, that's why First John says the enemy cannot touch you. Yeah, it doesn't mean he can't lie to you. Sure, sure but his yeah. his his power over anybody is the ability is is that yeah. that we believe his lies. Yeah, and but we we now live in the truth. We have. Yeah. But in believing his lies, we now have the power. To believe the truth over that. Absolutely. I think that's, that's... That's why Ephesians 6, the armor of God, you know, it's a, you talk about the shield of faith. It, it also talks about the 
breastplate of righteousness, righteousness yeah. the helmet of salvation, mm-hmm. the sword of the spirit, mm-hmm. the 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 shoes of truth. I mean, the belt buckle of truth. So, mm-hmm. so we we are equipped. I mean, those those are all really just kind of descriptions of what Jesus has done. Right? right? Yeah. They're, they're him. <laughs> right, but I, I think the, the 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 biggest thing there is that you now possess that very same thing. Absolutely. I, Pastor Pastor Frank Friedman says all the time, you know, the same resurrection power that raised Jesus from the dead is alive and well in you. Right. So beautiful, right? So powerful to think that we operate from a different source. It's resurrection life, right? Um, so So when you think about that, and you hear people say, "Well, I just can't do this or that." No, that's 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 an emotional yeah. <laughs> statement. It doesn't feel like you can. Right. The reality is, Paul says, "I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me." Now, now there's a context there, right? <laughs> he's talking about while he's in prison. Sure, he's he's talking about I can still experience joy mm-hmm. and and um, and see God's peace and joy in my life. So it's not this. You know, name it and claim it idea. I can do and grab all things. It's it's Christ is enough for any and everything I go through. Just consider that, and that that isn't to diminish the circumstances people find themselves in. That isn't to diminish the pain in people's lives. That doesn't mean that things aren't extremely difficult. Um, it means that that Christ has told the truth. That no matter what circumstance you find yourself in. No. He is enough, right? His his finished work is enough. It really is. Yeah, and one of the other things I was thinking about that was that came to me, and I it's kind of weird, but um, to to think how heaven and hell were affected at that moment. Um, those that were in heaven who had been awaiting a savior. Or finally, I feel like they would have had to finally have received something that they had been waiting for for a long time, you know. And heaven and hell had lost its a lot of it had lost the opportunity to gain more members, right? Does that sound weird? Yeah, you're you're saying because of the finished work of Jesus, because of the cross of Christ, yeah, um, the potential for yeah, yeah, no. I it sounds weird. I, I you know, <laughs> when you when you think when you think about you know it, it of course we could never do this fully, right? But put sure, yourself yeah, yeah. in God's and try to think of it the way God does and and go there is nothing there's nothing that stands in the way between us and God from God's vantage point. Mm-hmm. He has through the finished work he has offered the way of salvation, right? The, the Bible's clear. God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. Nothing stands in the way as far as God's concerned. So th- so any idea, any belief, any thinking that says, oh, God could never love me because of what I've done, it, that, that what you've done stands in the way, that, that it's blocking God's objective, no way. Yeah, no Nothing. Way. He removed any obstacle right. that would stand in the way between you and him. The the issue becomes: Will you believe that? 
Because then later it says, reconcile, I beg you, reconcile yourself to God. Like, you need to think differently. We need to to consider something different. Oh, my sin can't keep me from God. My my past can't keep me from God. My lack of understanding can't keep me from God. My future. My future can't keep me from God. So (laughs) my circumstance can't. so, So if I believe that, that nothing's standing in the way, it's simply my choice to to agree with him, to believe him, mm-hmm. to accept the invitation, right? Um, we see this this finished work. So many people think about salvation as they got to work for it so hard, you know. And then even 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 evangelical Christians, once they receive salvation, think about how they have to maintain it, how they have to kind of coddle it and, and and stay managing it. And the reality is we we need to start thinking of, of this this salvation as, you know what, I get to express the reality that I'm I'm okay. Mm-hmm. God is good with me. You know, we're good. And and then there 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 comes a, a an experience of joy. I get to the pressure's off. I don't. I don't have to worry about, you know, trying to act a certain way so that the work gets finished. My my behavior is proving the finish work. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you know, we could spend and and maybe we'll maybe we'll give a teaser for a future podcast. Yeah. Um, for, forgiveness, and I know we've done it before, but but it's it's a good one to revisit quite often because I, I still believe um, because of the accuser that's out there when we mess up we just we have a hard time believing that forgiveness could be already done mm-hmm. you know and actually it's the means to an end it's not the end in itself I've come as you might have life and have it abundantly um, if we're still struggling with whether God could forgive us or not or if I've done so much or I keep repeating it God could never forgive that if we're still struggling on that side of it, we never experienced the abundant life he promised. Right. So so probably visit this finished forgiveness in the future podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about it again. Yeah. <laughs> Can't Great. keep from it. Well, thanks, Tim. Thanks, Jesse. All right. All right. That does it for today's conversation. We'll be back again next week again with Jesse and Pastor Tim, but we're going to mix it up a little bit. Instead of picking a topic and seeing where it takes them, They've chosen one particular verse in scripture and going to see where that takes them. So we think you'll like it. It's going to be a little different. Um, Hope to see you again next week. Thanks for listening.